You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Himalaya, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, yesterday we talked a little bit about FanFest, and I have some additional details about FanFest that is coming up, of course, on February 11th. Um, the first of which, okay, we do have a time. I feel like I've been trying to figure out what the time was. Like, it seems like they keep changing it. It's like, oh, it could be 10 to 4. It could be 11 to 2. It could be 11 to 3. It's going to be 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Tropicana gotcha. Field. So be there. <laughs> be there. That is when it's going to be. Um, some of the events that have been released, and I'm sure there's going to be more than this, but there's going to be a charity yard sale of team merch and memorabilia. That seems like a pretty good one to, I mean, you got to, unless you're, I feel like all the good stuff kind of is going to get snagged by the season ticket holders, but you may be able to find a, a gym or two there. Clubhouse tours. Have you ever taken a tour of the race clubhouse? A long time ago and with the fan fest, I think maybe it was like 2013, 2012, yeah. something like that. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've actually been in the clubhouse, um, both the visiting and home clubhouse. I was covering a game for a radio station at the time. It was actually a Red Sox game. So got to see some of, I think I remember, um, Brock Holt for some reason stands out to me. There, it's like a couple random guys, uh, a chance to play games a la foosball. That's usually what they play foosball and maybe, uh, ping pong, that sort of thing with, Right. Tyler Glass now in Austin Meadows. I feel like you have more of a fun time with Tyler Glass now than Austin Meadows. I feel like Austin maybe, Meadows would be Maybe a Austin more Meadows reserved. would be like more shy, yes. but you never know. Maybe if you talk about fishing, maybe he would open up to you. I don't know. True, true. Although I have no th- nothing to say about fishing. I, I, I'm literally as ignorant as, as, as the next man. Oh, same here. I, I, I know probably less than nothing i mean you talk about the yeah. type of reel and the type of bait. oh no that, you see you already lost me <laughs> then i know that little. there's a reel and a bait that's, that's it well maybe <laughs> bait, that's why yeah, i know that to, one maybe that's why you need to go to fan fest so you can talk to austin meadows and learn go. about the maybe he can help us out yeah i mean he really is in the best place one of the best places if you're going if you're a big fisherman i oh, mean you, you want to play the for the race of your life here absolutely year round everything um one of the big I think it's getting a little bit, it's burying the lead a little bit, but a free license plate cover or frame that will be one of those free raise license plate frame. Oh yeah. You already have one of those, man. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll I'll get it anyway. Maybe it's it's spruced up. Maybe it's different. Who knows? Maybe it's different. You're right. Maybe I should just buy another car and put it in there. Yes. That's, that's a possibility as well. (laughs) Sounds like a reasonable thing to do. Um, there's also going to be autograph sessions for $25 a piece. The players will be Willie Adamas, Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, Charlie Morton, Blake Snell, and Yoshi Tsutsugo. I ask you that. 
how Go times ahead. change. I'm sorry. How times change. $25. I remember like 2012, something like that, around that time. BJ Upton was like 150. Evan Longoria was 150. Mm. Yeah, uh, you know, you got had shields for like 100. Price for 120. How times change. That is pretty. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous for a fan that's fest ridiculous. that they would be that expensive. The money is going to charity, so that is you're a right, good thing. Right. But I mean, hey, if if you're having to resort to two dollar ticket days against the Baltimore Orioles, your tickets, <laughs> your, your autographs better not be more than twenty five dollars. But that is that really is a literal steal. If yeah, you I think will. that's a great that's a great one. Twenty five. So bucks, I, that, that's reasonable. So I ask you this: mm-hmm. out of that list, if there is one player, only one player you can get your autograph from, and I don't know how they do it. I'm sure they be glad to take your money if you have, i don't know if you have to pay 25 I sh- i'm no, guessing i you think have, you have yeah. a max isn't it I, th- I think i read somewhere that there was a max of you know tickets for autographs you can buy me don't don't ch- check me on right. this anybody who's listening but i think it was like four because how That's many players are there six right yeah adamas glass now meadows morton snell Satsugo. yeah uh, yeah so six um unless some player like pops out and it's like all right i'll sign autographs <laughs> well it, i already ha- i already have blake snells so it wouldn't okay. be him um i think it, I would t- those are good i mean those are good names you really kind of have to think about if there's only one autograph you can get you're a kid and you're like hey mom and dad can i get an autograph okay you can get one autograph for 25 dollars. that's it who, who okay. are you picking even if i'm not a kid and i'm a 28 year old kid yeah uh <laughs> i don't know I th- budget I think, is 25 I, right exactly yeah uh i don't know man I, I think i would take either willie or austin meadows okay Rising stars, rising stars, get them right now while they're hot. And, and so when they're on their way to Cooperstown, you can say, Hey, I remember that guy. He gave me an autograph in his third year. And that could be worth a lot of money someday. Hello. Down payment for house. I think Satsugo is pretty good. Um, the novelty aspect of it, of Japanese signing and everything like that. He could, yeah, he could blow up too. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Charlie Morton, even though he's kind of, on the doorstep of retiring in the next couple of years. I mean, that's that, that's kind of more of a memory thing of, look what but he isn't did in that, 2019. But isn't that kind of a reason to get Charlie Morton too? Like, when is he yeah. ever going to be in the spotlight ever again? That dude looks like he's, once he retires, he's going to be in Bradenton, focusing on his family and never seeing a camera ever again. Playing the guitar, that's it. Right, that's right. He's going to get his music room and that'll be it from Charlie Morton. Sitting, sitting on his millions. And I guess the other thing is, now I, I'm sure they change it up each year, but you would expect maybe you get an opportunity next year to get a Willie Adamas or yes. an Austin Meadows signing opportunity or, of course, a Blake Snell. So there's the possibility of that. Glass now, too. We can't discount Glass that. now, yeah, of course. Now, they're all good gets. They're all good gets. But I really would like to speak to Yoshi. I got to brush up on my Japanese a little bit, but that would be really nice. Speaking of that... Speaking yes. of that, okay, so we know the list of players subject to attend, and they include Nick Anderson, Anthony Bonda, Mike Brousseau, Diego Castillo, Oliver Drake, Brent Honeywell, Andrew Kittredge, Brendan McKay, Brian O'Grady, Emilio Pagan, Michael Perez, Colin Pochet, Trevor Richards, and Ryan Yarbrough. Say that five times fast. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, it's weird because they they said – they they didn't list. I don't see Sitsugo on there. But if he's at the autograph session, he, right. he should I be there. Maybe that, he's yeah. only staying there for a little bit or something like that. But out of that list of players, if there's one guy you could talk to, say you can have a five ten minute conversation, I want to chat with this guy before before the day is over. 
There's only one guy you can, hey, buddy, let's talk about that season. Let's talk about what you're looking forward to. Let's talk about what's going on in your personal life. One guy on that list, who do you pick? If you need me to read through the names again, I can. One more. Give me the list one more time. Nick Anderson, Anthony Bonda, Mike Brousseau, Diego Castillo, Oliver Drake, Brent Honeywell, Andrew Kittredge, Brendan McKay, Brian O'Grady, Emilio Pagan, Michael Perez, Colin Pochet, Trevor Richards, and Ryan Yarbrough, respectively. I have three guys already on uh, that would be top place. Number okay. one would be Yarbrough. I think he uh, just what he's been able to do in the major leagues is so different that you have to speak to him. Brendan yes. McKay, just because of who he is, I would like to kind of talk to him about a two-way prospect and how mm-hmm. he feels about that. That would be really nice. But those two guys, I, although they're very good picks, I think I'm going to take Frenchie, Mike Brousseau. Okay. I think he would be the actual, the most open uh, to talk to you about anything. He, he looks very approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, his background is just he's just a regular dude that ended up being a good baseball player and got to the major leagues it's just yeah uh, unheralded never never took a signing bonus you know out of college or anything like that uh so i think mike brousseau would be a really really good conversation very good yeah down to earth guy undrafted out of college nobody really gave him a shot and he kept grinding and you talk about that process and he does seem very colloquial and you can have a a conversation with Midwest guys are usually like that. I will say, um, my (laughs) guy, if there was one for me and there's, I mean, I, I like to talk to just about everybody, but I would like to have a conversation with Oliver Drake and talk about all the other organizations he played with and the differences (laughs) between those organizations and the Rays and just how, he shuffled between like six teams in one year right. or over the course of a year and what that experience was like, that, that whirlwind of a journey you know, going from there. I would like to know not even – I mean the baseball aspect obviously is very uh, intriguing. But for me in that situation, I would like to ask him about if the personal life. Like what do you do when you're moving from six to eight cities because honestly sometimes it's AAA too and within, within that time. Yeah. So eight cities, let's say. What about rent? How does that work? It's a lot of subleases. Uh, yeah, like are you still subleases? Is the yeah. team helping you out in any way? I mean, what what goes on in in your mind telling your your family, "Hey, I'm here. No, I'm here. No, now I'm actually here." You know, that would be actually very. That's a good talk. That's a good pick. That's one of the the stressors that I don't think people really think about is that like literally in the snap of a finger you could be in one city in one of the part in part of the country and then a completely other city and you've right. got a short time period to be able to pull that off and that's where I think your friends and family really have to kind of step up to the plate and if you've got any buddies that hey can I can I bunk with you for a little bit I'm sure yeah. the team their their player personnel director kind of has a situation that's set up for all that but I'd like to know how they go yeah. about that for sure that I think would that be would a be a very interesting conversation yes it would I I do notice that we mentioned that the other day that Kevin Kiermeyer isn't on the list Mm-hmm. Uh, I also know the Rays strategically will not have Mike Zanino attending, Jose Alvarado, or Jalen Beeks. I think that was maybe a little bit by design. Uh, think, okay, we don't yeah. need the we don't need uh, some of the bickering <laughs> and some of the uh, bad mouthing between fans right. and hey, Mike Zanino, why can't you 
hit more than a wet newspaper. Those sor- sorts of things. But I think you know they were what? very strategic I, about that. You know, I, I think most of that comment obviously is tongue in cheek, and I appreciate it because I also thought about it too. But you know, I do remember seeing Jose Molina in most mm. of the fan fest. So you know, if if Molina was able to be there when he was like worth a negative one point nine WAR. Uh, you know, it's, I think Zunino should be fine there. Did, but, did, did they do a base running contest with Jose Molina? See if you can outrun Molina the first <laughs> for charity, like 30, pay 30 bucks. I'm telling that would have been an ingenious idea. That would have been genius. You know, like, intentional talk. Chris Rose had uh, a bet ongoing that he would race against Jose Molina. They never did it, but apparently Molina got kind of ticked off about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get it because you are a pro athlete and it's kind of an insult when some media guy says that, but you're pretty dang slow, dude. So let's let's keep it first. I I guarantee you I can outrun. I could have outrun Jose Molina. I guarantee most people can outrun Molina. Most of the populace, yes. Yes. (laughs) Put somebody in one of those uh, electric wheelchairs. They're beating Jose Molina to first they're going for <laughs> yeah that. exactly uh so i'm sure there'll be more details about fan fest and we'll we'll talk about it as uh that goes on and we should be there as well with our phones in hand and our uh ballpark app and, and everything going on with that yeah uh, hey changing gears here the mlb you might be seeing a lot more umpires you might be seeing them and hearing them a lot more we'll talk about it next If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Rays is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Rays fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Rays fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who we are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, Ulysses. Um, the other day we talked about the universal DH and the possibility of it being instituted by as soon as the 2021 season. Something more I don't know if it's as drastic, but very newsworthy that kind of got lost in the shuffle was that for this upcoming season, 2020, umpires could be mic'd up to explain reviewed calls and replays and everything like that, similar to what they do in the NFL and the NHL. What do you think about that? I'm all for it. Okay. I'm all for it because... As two knowledgeable guys of the sport, I know that we've been going to games for over 20 years now, mm-hmm. and it does happen not every game. But 
it does happen where you're in the outfield and then the game is delayed f- without even a replay, but the game is delayed for a, a talk between managers or whatever uh, for three to five minutes and you don't really know what's going on and then the game resumes and and you're sitting there wondering what the heck happened and then maybe on the way home you listen to the radio and they kind of explain to you what happened. If you're watching TV, sometimes Dwayne and BA are just as lost as you are. And right. they kind of play off each other with ed- educated guesses and, and and on why there's a delay on the field. So I'm all for it for the public in attendance and at home, mm-hmm. knowing more about what's going on. Transparency is always good. But honestly, I cannot wait for the bloopers that are going to happen because <laughs> you're putting a microphone on, on – look at this cast. Joe West, C.B. Buckner, Angel Hernandez – Ron Culpa. I mean, Ron Culpa is the guy that in 2019 season said to Astros manager AJ Hinch, I can do what I want. I can do anything I mm-hmm. want. Okay, and he was caught on a mic. So these are the types of, of characters you're going to put a, a mic on. This is going to be hilarious. Oh, I'll just be curious to see if like Joe West even knows how to like start the thing or talk into the mic or like can even right. figure it out. I think that's going to be the big thing. I agree with you. I think it's something that, like other sports, it is needed. I'm not sure it's – I heard some comments about, you know, well, it's not doing any favors to uh, speed the game up or anything like that. Well, it's not like like the NFL where every play you've got pretty much something going on. It could be a false start. It could be pass interference. You could have multiple things going on at once. You could have an offside. You could have a whole – I mean, tons of things. That's why every NFL broadcast even has their own rules expert – that is a former referee that is basically part of the booth and part of the cast and part of the announcing crew. I think that I don't even know if it would really be needed for um, or if it would be used maybe once a game. If that I, I could see definitely like, OK, you're, you're replaying a, a safe out call at first. All you really need to do is give the hand signal. You don't really need to talk. Or, or instruct the the audience about what happened there, why right. somebody was they were either safe or out. Just give well, the the bald fist and go from there. But the only thing is maybe saying call stance. Uh, there was no right. uh, you know what what's the the phrase reverse stance. No complete evidence. Yeah. No complete evidence. No yeah. uh, whatever evidence to to justify that he was out or that he was safe. Yeah. That's a that's a phrase. That's that's sh- he can say that while he's walking back towards the plate so i don't really mm-hmm. think it's going to affect pace of play that much and yeah. those delays that i'm talking about that are not re- with alex cora i mean that took yeah. for, that took a long long time but imagine if they, they, they would have put a, on a microphone and said hey this is what's happening mm-hmm. people would have would have kind of been a little bit what would have been funny stadium that's absolutely where you need it. That would be a case, yes. And and I, I, again, but that I, never happens. Yeah, so I, I, it's it's okay. I think that um, twenty three minute delay, by the way, because uh, I I would have loved to hear what the umpire's explanation was because there was a lot left to be interpreted. Okay, what rule was it? Which they didn't. It was never specified. So I think that would absolutely be huge for people that are watching on TV and the people that are actually at the game as well. And the, the catwalk stuff too. Not everybody knows that. And, and being able to explain that if you're not Ooh, that's watching a good on one. TV. 
Yeah. That's a really good one because you see honestly all the when, – when that happens at the Trop, it's, it's a very particular stadium. If it hits the catwalk – and it goes to the to the to the, the stands, or mm-hmm. uh, it goes into the, the ring A. It hits, and then it falls down. It's a dead ball. All of those little things, you can say that with a microphone and 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 be done with it. Right. I think it's I think it's one of those good add-ons. Yeah. Uh, and I think I that it's not going to it's not going to slow a game down by another no. five ten minutes or anything like that. Again, I think it's it's left up to the umpire's discretion uh, as to how much they want to use it or if they need to explain rules or whatever it may be um you know another 10 seconds for okay runner was safe call is is reversed that that's it that's all you need you don't need to go into a whole diatribe now i could see where maybe joe west might he might want a little more more tv time and wants to go on a little bit of of something there but i think for the most part it's something that hey I, I, as much as I've criticized some of the technology changes, this right. seems to be one of the more obvious ones and ones that'll, that, that'll, that should definitely help out and, and should help those people that are kind of novice. Be, well, why was – what happened there? What, what, right. what, was, what was the issue? All right. I agree. Uh, for example, maybe the, the runner didn't really tag um, to go to third, so maybe he's going to be out in second. Then you explain that on the microphone. Baseball is very – gestury though um mm-hmm. so I- even if it's catcher's interference we know that we know that's yes. that sign so yeah now when it happens catcher's interference then they'll say catcher's interference uh base runner is awarded first base or the intentional walk now we don't have the whole pantomime of uh pantomime of, of getting that th- those four balls outside they just say four well now they, they say uh pitcher uh batter has been awarded of an intentional walk you know, those little things. I mean, they're not going to slow down the game. This is actually yeah. one of the best things MLB probably has done in, 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 a, in a while. Hey, we're starting to see some some decent progress here, which which <laughs> I like. Hey, well, how about this? I would love to see as, as much as we talk about umpires should be seen, not heard and, and right. referees and officials should be kind of minimized. I would just for the curiosity aspect of it is getting every umpiring crew mic'd up and hearing their conversations between a game okay the the uh head up but sitting behind the catcher what's he what's he talking to the batter what, what's he talking about That'd with cool. the catcher what's he what what are their conversations what, what's the first base um talk, talking about to to everybody just hearing the and and when think- they gather what they're talking okay what is the role here i've got no idea what do you know <laughs> i don't i don't know do, do you think that this is going to privy some players to being honest with the umpire? Like, man, come on, that was out. Or, come on, that's that's not a strike. That, 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 that's got to be a ball. Or yeah. Something like that. And now they're not going to be using explicitives because they know that there could be a mic around. Right. Or, uh, you know, what? Bro, that, that yeah. has to change. And also, I have a question on who do you think is going to have the first embarrassing blooper uh, with a hot mic, is it going to be Joe West, Angel Hernandez, CB Buckner? We got Ron Culpa there. I mean, who who oh. do you think is going to go, uh, you know, nuts the first time? And be, all of the above, caught? all of the above. All but I think Joe West for sure. I, I feel like he could just be fumbling and bumbling around and not really, <laughs> not even know how to turn the thing on. That's the other thing. <laughs> Does it have a mute option? Can you turn it off? Because then it, it wouldn't necessarily pick up the 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 players interaction so to speak although we hear some of that already um, what's the you know. what's the median age of an umpire median age of an umpire uh i would say 
50 maybe 45 50 somewhere around no there. way i'm thinking think it's more man i think it's like 62 63 okay like retirement age yeah that's a, that's a good that's a good trivia question. question let's check that out maybe i'm just giving like how old is joe west he's he probably looks about 10 15 years older than he really is that's also true i mean maybe he's like a 52 but there are some young guys like coming up too so yeah but I don't know. You might be right. It might not be enough to equal out some of the older guys that are there. That is a great question. Today. I'm we're going to have to find out tomorrow or for <laughs> yeah. Trivia Friday. I would be. Yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, I would say probably at least over 50 for sure. Right? It has to be. Yeah. Man, those, those eyes. That's, that's why there's so many missed calls. Those well, 60-year-old I mean, eyes. Exactly. You got you to get that, that new vision in there, man. Uh, that man. And that is enough of making fun of umpires. All right, that'll do it for today's show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at LockedOnRays. You can also email us at LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Again, I'm Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the podcasting app Himalaya, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to podcast Locked On Rays.